Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hey, girls and boys, it's us again, getting ready to tell you all about our lovely, wonderful, sickening sponsors, Hulu Plus, where, as always, you can still go on over to HuluPlus.com slash the read and get you a taste of that free extended trial. Catch up on all your shows. I'm sure there's something on TV spicy that you want to watch. So don't forget, it's HuluPlus.com slash the read. Get started. Let's start. Woo! We're back. We are. Once again, it's our... <laughs> Fourth of July spectacular here at the Reed. The show's a little early this week because of the holiday. We clearly are not doing shit for the rest of the week, so. Yeah, but once again, I am Nikki Gilbert. (laughs) Who the fuck is Nikki Gilbert? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, who are you? What? I'm Tracy Ross. (laughs) Okay, awesome. And this is the Reed. But who is Nikki Gilbert? (laughs) Nikki Gilbert from Brownstone. Bitch! Girl, you tried that. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, Nikki was on an episode of Martin. Ooh, and who wasn't? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, how are you? I'm sickening. Oh, okay. Well, work. I think so. Okay. I just got back from Los Angeles. How was that? It was cute. Have you ever been to L.A. before? Was that your first time? It was my second time. I haven't been to L.A. in like two years. And I barely, I didn't really feel like I experienced it the last time that I went. But this... This was a nice trip. Shout out to everybody who came to the event at Freak City. We had an awesome time. The music was great. Thank you to Popwater for coming and sponsoring it. Shout out to Naima Supreme and Jarrell Perry who performed. It was just a really great time. I had some meetings and, you know, we went to that award show we're about to talk about. Good. That sounds like a fun little experience. And they have Bluebell. In L.A.? There's one place in L.A. called Whipped, and they're the only place in California that carries Bluebell. Wow. So I just want to thank California for being a state outside of the South who cared enough <laughs> to appreciate that Bluebell is just the most amazing dessert. You're taking this as a personal compliment, and that's fine. It's fine. So <laughs> let's wait. How are you? Well, whatever. My life. Eh. I the only thing that even worth talking about for me this week is the fact that bitch we're in essence. Essence. Yeah, I know you're gonna say that. And so when it hits newsstands, I think this Friday I'll be. Buying a copy of that and sending it to my mama just so she can have it. But, I mean, bitch, we're at Essence. That's I crazy. my mom has subscribed to Essence already, so I'm just going to let her open it. And when she sees it, it, she's going to be like, wait a minute, All Kid right. Fury. Well, I think I think, I think Kid Fury is my son. Right. So. Although she went to the damn church and told that lady that <laughs> she know who I was. I will never forget that. When your mama was like, oh, the lady asked your mama. The preacher's daughter asked my mom. If she was Kid Fury's mother, and my mom was like, "Who kid? I don't know who that is," <laughs> because she knows I'm vulgar. Right? It's like I don't claim him, even though y'all look exactly alike. Like my mom is so supportive of everything that I do, but I think because it was church, she didn't right? Want, she was like, "Oh I mean? no!" She Kid also Fury? didn't want the people in the church in her damn business. So yes. when she told me that, I laughed for like twenty straight minutes. It's hilarious. All right, so look, let's talk about. Our thing, girl. First things first, of course. We're just going to use this 
episode is Kid Fury's BT Awards review. I know that a lot of y'all are wondering why it's taking me so long to do a YouTube video. Girl, I'm coming back. I promise. I hate reviewing award shows most of the time because there's so much that you have to like remember. And girl, my brain just doesn't work that way. But, not to mention, most of it is not worth talking about. And most of it's just not worth talking about. But anyway, a couple of things happened at the BET Awards this year. I was actually at the show. Um, so it was kind of a different experience. And I would like to say that I think it's just more fun to watch it from home. Really? Yeah, because you catch all like the shady things like the cameras jump like from, you know, when someone's ex-girlfriend is performing, they jump to the nigga who dated her and, <laughs> and like you get real close up into the celebrity. So it's costumes. shadier. Yeah, it's just it's more like not just that it's shadier, but you catch everything. You yeah. know what I mean, whereas this, you just kind of have one view and then somebody wants to stand up and then there's that ratchet bitch in the crowd who got a ticket from somebody's baby daddy and she won't shut up. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, like, <laughs> okay. Like it was just weird, but but you I enjoyed had yourself. I yeah. did. I really had a lot of fun. I was. It was. It felt good to be there. So a couple of things before we actually get into the show. I jumped all the way around that red carpet because it just seemed like a mess. Really, and it actually wasn't. We'll get there, but. <laughs> One thing about the red carpet, only the only things that stick out in my mind is that J. Cole, DJ Drama, and Brandon T. Jackson all had on the same shirt. I don't know who two of those people are. <laughs> so, I mean, you're gonna, I'm gonna have to Google it, maybe. But Brandon T. Jackson, okay, DJ Drama is just a DJ from out south. If you see his face, maybe you'll recognize him. Okay, but girl, you don't know who most of these rappers. are. That's true. Brandon T. Jackson is a comedian. He was in Percy Jackson. He was in. Mm. Yeah, girl, I'm not going to think of anything that you're going to know. Okay. But niggas know who he is. Anyway. Master all... P? No. You said he was in Percy. Oh, that's Percy Miller. Sorry. Go ahead. <sighs> all these niggas had on the same exact Versace shirt. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was like a BT Award special and it was 75% off or something, <laughs> but they all had on identical shirts. It was hilarious. And there's actually some like new song out that's like ratchet as fuck. It's like the new Molly, you ain't eating no, that I traps a make her dance. Whatever. It's like one of those club records. Dope. And it's called Versace and the hook is just Versace, Versace, Versace. So they were just like the butt of that entire joke. And I hate that it had to be J. Cole. And Jermaine, please touch her hair. Cut I don't, it. I don't hate that it had to be you. Then Claudia Jordan got punched by Amarosa's mama. Okay. Again, you probably don't know who those people are. Struggling to think of who Claudia Jordan may be. Claudia Jordan was the bitch on Tiny Tonight who said that she didn't believe Beyonce was. Pregnant. Oh fuck her! And everybody. Oh, she got her. punched by who? Amarosa's. Oh, mama. good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed to know. Because I guess they were Amarosa and Claudia were on Celebrity Apprentice together. And I have not watched that show since. Is Claudia Jordan famous for something else? I think that she used to be like on Deal or No Deal, like as one of the models. What? Is that it? And then I think she had like a radio show and she used to fuck somebody. Oh, anybody can be famous these days. Any the fuck body. Any living body. (sighs) Anyway, they're on Celebrity Apprentice together and I guess they don't see for each other. And Armorosa called Claudia Jordan a bitch. And then at some point, her mama punched her in the arm, and then Claudia told her to move out of Michael Clark Duncan's house because she's squatting. Oh, damn. I got petty. That's that's a low blow because yeah, he just passed away a few months ago. Right. Damn, that's rude. So that was that. So anyway. Amorosa was right. Claudia Jordan is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude as fuck. So, I mean, in terms of the actual show... First things first, they opened with this performance by Chris Brown. Now... Oh, fuck. 
I don't know if it was different for the viewers at home, but he didn't really sound like he was singing that much. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, he had the the pre-recorded track that he lip-synced right. to. And I don't give dancers grief for that because I understand. If you're doing backflips and splits and, and somersaults and flying through the air and shit like that, bitch. Beyonce be does it. Beyonce doesn't do it, but Beyonce does not dance like Chris Brown and Sierra do or Janet Jackson. Well, those people cannot sing like Beyonce. So it's not <laughs> even the same. But what I'm saying is, like... I don't even know how Beyonce does it. I think, like, there's actual training that you can do. Like, you'll just, like, run six miles and sing the whole way doing it so your body gets adjusted I'm just saying, something. look at Beyonce experience. Look at the I Am World Tour. But Beyonce is just otherworldly. Okay. Like, well, she, fine. We just won't compare other artists to her anymore. No, what Since I'm saying is... Since she's just in a lane by herself. What I'm saying is, the the dancing that Beyonce does is not the same kind of dancing that Chris Brown does. You know what I'm saying? And Beyonce can already sing. Like, right. she has an amazing voice. So the dancing that she gives you is already so sickening and so cut that she doesn't have to be doing all the shit that Chris Brown... Like, the thing about it is, like, Sierra is famous and Chris Brown can... like Chris Sierra nice can voice. dance her ass but off, But Sierra though. is famous because she can dance. Like, she like, can really dance. That is her selling point as far as I'm that concerned. That is the only thing anybody really is here for. So that's what I mean when I say I can excuse it because I understand, like, you're dancing and it's crazy and that's what you're selling us is this choreography. So I can kind of excuse the fact that you ain't even gonna bother trying to sing because, girl, I didn't really come here for these vocals anyway. Mm-hmm. Although Chris Brown can sing. He just can't sing and dance at the Chris same Brown time. Chris Brown can carry a tune. Like, he has a nice voice to me. But that fine China thing, did you see? Well, I don't remember. No. He, I think he might have referred it on the Billboard Awards or something. But when no. he tried to hit that falsetto, it was like, <laughs> you it know was what? just incorrect. You could have just left that. You didn't have to do that. Why you have to put us through that? For what? So I feel like, you know, here from where I was sitting, it sounded like he was singing what he could sing and then doing the pre-recorded where he needed to do the pre-recorded. And then he was dancing for the rest. Yeah. Of and that's what the fuck we want anyway, nigga. We want to see your light Chico stick looking ass up there dancing with all them them tattoos and shit all over you. That's what the fuck we're looking for. Nicki Minaj came out the sky. Mm-hmm. It was I saw cute. that. For the record, I slept through the BET Awards when they originally aired, and then I watched it later. So I fast-forwarded through the shit I didn't give a fuck about, and this definitely falls under that category. And it was the very first thing. Yeah, so. Okay, Chris Tucker as a host. Uh, I thought that would go better. I really did. I did, too. I thought it would be way better, and I don't know why it wasn't. He started off nicely. I thought, like, his little opening set was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, But then the thing about it was, like... BT was so delayed in a lot of their acts, mm-hmm. so they kept throwing him out there, trying oh. and being like, "Nigga, go be funny," and just like pushing him <laughs> on the stage. And so it was so awkward in that audience, like listening to people like nervous laugh. I told you I do this shit all the time. Yeah, like because you I, have that secondhand embarrassment, embarrassment thing, yeah. thing, where it's like when shit doesn't go well, especially for people who do stand up. <laughs> I will laugh just so somebody's laughing. Anyway, he kept like looking for people in the audience and trying to think of jokes real quick or whatever because they were so behind Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so I just I wanted it to be so much funnier than it was. And it really, you know, whatever. But Chris Tucker needs the money, girl. He owes the IRS like his life. Oh, bless his heart. One of the reasons that they were so damn delayed was um, R. Kelly. Really? How? I don't know what the fuck R. Kelly was doing or if it was because they were switching the stage up or something Mm -hmm. like that. Or maybe because he had like a whole bunch of 
of people opening, right. like doing that choir shit going uh-huh. through his music. I don't know what it was, but R. Kelly, his performance was kind of behind. Um, it might have been that spiky ass jacket that he had on. Maybe they needed some time to glue all them studs to it. That sharp ass jacket. I was just like, girl. He looked like somebody let off like a shrapnel, like a nail bomb in his, his <laughs> fucking dressing room. Somebody said, imagine how many rings Sonic would lose if he I landed on R. Kelly's jacket. That's the same damn thing I thought. Like, girl. Let the spikes go, girl. jacket full of teeth. Like, what is this? Ugh. All these, like, it just gave me 125th Street in Harlem. Like, you know how the nigga be out there, the African man's always selling them spiky snapbacks. Let the spikes <laughs> go. Like, why is that still a like, thing? Like, let them go, girl. They're on, like, hats and jackets and pants and There was sneakers. a lot of leather present, too, for it to Eyelashes. be Los Angeles. Like, what? Why is everybody in leather draws and shit at this show? Los Angeles was hotter than a <laughs> Phoenix urethra. Bitch. It was just, <laughs> it was like 1,000 degrees. I hate you so much. Where are you going? Why the fuck did them niggas even wear those Versace, ja- them Versace sweaters? Right. It's 100 degrees. Like, nigga, I know you are so moist right now inside that outfit. Take it off. Ugh, don't I'm hot looking at you. Right. Niggas walking around just wet. I had on a thin like shirt, like a like a denim yeah. like, shirt, and I didn't put that shit on until I we got to the parking lot. It was that hot. Yes, wow. I wore like a tank to the venue and changed in the garage. Wow, because it was that hot. That's so tragedy, girl. Okay. Anyway, that R. Kelly performance though. Mm-hmm. Listen, R. Kelly be turning it up because he knows he's still begging for forgiveness for pissing on that girl. But you know what? He has catalog. Like, and he knows where to do it to. Like, right. you give R. Kelly a, a crowd of niggas anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in this country. And all he has to do is say, my mind's telling me no. And everybody is on their feet. Bitch, when I tell money. you, the whole arena. And then he did his songs with Ron Isley. Right. And I stood up on that chair and I said, Frank, shut up. <laughs> Can't you see the men are talking? Oh. Told your ass to keep the walking. Like, we were in there going yes. the fuck off. And then, like, when he, like, his, okay, this is the thing about the award show. The transitions were so weird. When he was done, it was kind of this thing where he was just like, okay, girl, I gotta go. And he just, like, walked off the stage. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's enough. I'm, I'm kind of tired. And so. everybody was like, no, no. It's <laughs> like, we need more. I feel like the, the vibe from actually inside the arena must be very different from, you it's know, what so, we see on TV. Yeah. That's, again, I feel like it's you can make however your experience you want to when you're at home watching. Yeah. Whereas when you're in that audience, it's just, it's kind of, it's different. But At home, you can just sit back in your drawers and eat hot Cheetos and watch the show and talk and shit about it. It's enough. just fun. Yeah. The other person who we were begging to get back on that stage was Tamala Man. Yes. God. And she should have won Best Gospel Artist. Woo! I'm sorry. I don't care. Tamala Man comes through every time i almost started bawling like well, she- her voice and again in that damn in la live yeah it's just it is f- like limousin which as soon as she said truth is i'm tired i felt the spirit yes, like God. he was in there moving do you hear me yes G- tamla man is by far the best thing tyler perry has given us ever by far the greatest thing he has I ever mean, done and the only other thing that I could think that he ever did that was great was Chrissy Collins who was in Medea Goes to Jail the play yeah. and saying yes Jesus loves me uh-huh. and now she's one of the mamas because let me tell you something that song that is that girl <gasps> yes 
Chrissy Collins. Yes, that's the come up right there. Hello? <laughs> yes, you better go from Tyler Perry to Beyonce. So he can do some great things. He Listen, can. when Tamla Man sang Take Take Me to the King. Tamla Man can sing Happy Birthday, and I would just lay down in praise and worship because Tamla Man. And she has lost weight? Yes, she has. She looks good, and she but she can fucking blow. Listen, oh. I feel bad saying that I'm about a gospel like, artist, right. but she is everything. <laughs> I'm getting all worked up again. But then, like, after after that, like, all, like right after, they either sent Megan Good and Carrie Washington in yeah. there or something. And she had on, like, this open gown with her, like, side tits out. Didn't, oh, no, she was, I think that was actually when she was performing, when she was presenting Best yeah, Gospel She was artist. presenting Best Gospel Artist with her titties That's out. Loud. And so everybody was just like, wait a minute. But. She's a preacher's wife. She is. And so it just didn't really no, make any sense. My cousin is a preacher's wife, and she would just possibly never. I think ever, that what ever, happened ever. after Tamala Man performed was that um, Paula Patton came out there with a group of that new movie that oh, she's yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know what <laughs> type of coke Paula was on the good shit that day, but she, I think she popped a motley, and she was indeed sweating. <laughs> what, like, honestly? Somebody has to know what the fuck was Paula Patton going through. What was she going through? What the hell was that? Like, no, I'm like, I'm genuinely confused because she was acting so weird. She always like, gives me like laid back, you know, genteel mixed lady. But I don't know what the hell that was. You know who else was real weird on stage? Um, Fucking El Debarge. <laughs> well, now we all know El Debarge. Yeah, we all know El Debarge is weird. So. But it was like, girl, you're not hosting the Quiet Storm. Like, stop <laughs> standing up here <laughs> trying to talk somebody out there draw. Right, like, ugh. ugh. No, music matters. Well, by far, for me anyway, the best part of the evening I know what you're gonna say. was my Uncle Charlie. I knew it. That's right. Tulsa, stand the fuck up, nigga! Charlie Wilson did that. Whoa, okay. Charlie Wilson is from Tulsa, Oklahoma, if you did not know. And so I just, I grew up in Tulsa. You just blew the roof so off So sorry, bitch. I just felt a way because that was everything. Listen, before we get to that, Justin Timberlake um, presented him with the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. And then, you know how BT always does these, like, guest tribute artists to come in and sing mm-hmm. the person's song. What the fuck did Indiari have on? She looked like a glittery ass turd. She had on like a rust colored disco jumpsuit and then like an aquamarine wrap. Like this, take the do rag off. She looked like the tree of shea butter and journal entries. It was just so bad. It was just like, why are you wearing like this jumpsuit? It's like this bell bottomed thing. With, like, glitter all the way the fuck over it. And then this just random blue head wrap. Like, bitch, what do you have on? I loved India Ari when she came out. Did you? Oh, I did. Her first oh, album. Oh, like a million years ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm I liked not the video. type of bitch on the radio. Oh, my God. So, let me tell you something about video. When video first came out, I was basically the only girl in the world with natural hair. And so, everybody, <laughs> like, dedicated that song to me. It was like, oh, shit. Every time I hear video, I think about you. I'm like, okay, girl, that's cool. But it always, like, now I listen to her music. And it's like, um, like XD said. Next experience. It's it's like she's trying to tell you, like, I think I'm ugly, but I want you to be okay with it. Right. Like, she's always talking, like, all her music is like, so I'm super ashy today, but this is why it's awesome. She reminds me of Yanla. That's it. They're like the exact same person. But Yanla, it's just, Yanla's beat out the box. Like, Alani will give you, like, she will give you, like, a lip, like, a dark lip and beat be like, looks. Beat out the box. 
Like that must mean something other than what I think it means. Because like Yano will give you like an attempt at a mug. Oh, I was about to say, don't lie now. Like she, like when I listen to Indy Ari's music, it doesn't give me like I feel like I'm unattractive, but I'm sickening. It gives me like, <laughs> it gives me like, well, girl, I don't think that I don't think that I'm cute, but girl, well, fuck y'all anyway because I'm a woman of the earth. Whereas Yama is just like, bitch, I don't give a like. Look at me, I'm sickening, but she's right. not. I mean, my thing about Indy Ari, like I, I started to kind of give her the side eye when she claimed that Alicia Keys won all those Grammys because she's light skinned. When honestly, I just feel like Alicia Keys had the stronger when album. Did she say that? You don't remember that? No. Remember when they both they both came out the same year? Yeah. And Alicia Keys won like six or seven Grammys, and Alicia, and Indy Ari basically That's got snubbed. Her album was better. That's because Alicia Keys' album was better, right? <laughs> but she claimed it was a racist thing or a skin color thing or whatever the fuck. Oh. Yeah, girl, you're real late on that. So I don't really see it for Indy Ari. And then XD told me about some things that she's done. Yeah. Homophobic things that she's made me not, go, oh, girl. Yeah, she's not very. But nice. she had her ass up there in that glittery ass jumpsuit looking a fucking mess singing for looking, Charlie Wilson. So, girl, whatever. Whatever. But the actual when Charlie Wilson went up on yes. stage and performed, that was everything. Once again, everybody was up on their seat. I mean, up on their feet uh-huh. and like losing it. And not right. only was he up there singing and can still sing. Can blow. Yes. But he was up there dancing and shit. And like he's there with Pharrell and Justin Timberlake and Snoop Dogg. And he really just feels like that uncle you can't wait to see at the family. He reunion. sounds good on Kanye's album, too. Yes, on Bound 2. He does. He Charlie Wilson has been like a stepdaddy in my head ever since my mama told me that they used to go together in like the 70s. <laughs> I don't Wait. know if I ever even told you that story. What? My mama used to go with Charlie Wilson back in like the seventies. Save this <laughs> and we're going to talk about okay, it. Okay, we'll talk about it when the show is over. But yeah, I was completely here for that Charlie Wilson performance. Completely. Ooh. Um, Who else was great? Gabby Douglas like sweeped all her fucking, all everything she was nominated for and she presented. And she's she perfect. She looked gorgeous. Like she's flawless. Like there's nothing wrong with I her. I love her. Um, Mariah Carey also looked very nice. Mm-hmm. She looked great. Mm-hmm. She did. She looked stunning. She looked amazing. Great to look at. Not one of those light-skinned people who looks terrible. She looks great. She looked fine. Yep. And what else? And Miguel performed, Mm -mm. and he was wearing Mm -mm. Mama D, like, as a vest. I was so bored with her. So bored. Where did all of that connect along come from, and why did you make a jacket out of it? I just every time I look at him, I mean, first of all, he, he was kept feet on the ground, Bucky. which was good. Yes, that was great. All we ask is that you don't try to leap no more. But don't I was it. very bored by his actual performance. Yeah, sorry. It's just I don't know. To me, it just Miguel just gives me try too hard. Yeah. Well, and I also and didn't like the song, to. like this song about how many drinks is it going to take for you to leave the bar with me? Like, at least, you know, a woman has to get fucked up in order to go home with you. But that's a really Thank weird. Thank you for being another person who realizes it's a rapey ass song. Like, what do you Every mean? Every time I listen to that, I'm like, so are y'all listening to what he's saying? He's asking this woman, how drunk do I have to get you for you to come home so we can have sex? Like if a woman would not consent to sex with you unless she's drunk that's something like rape and you ought to be very careful about putting that in a song thank you for catching like, it this is so weird I thought I was the only one no he had his little ass up on that giant ice block or whatever looking a fucking mess with this boring ass rapey ass song so pass and girl you still give me at the very most verse bottom so I don't even know that's the most I can give the, you the most 
And that's me being kind. Because if you ask me, he fleets every day, even if he isn't going to fuck and gets and his ass bleached at least once a month. It. I'm sorry. He, he just, went up on that stage when he won and was like, I just want to thank, thank my woman, the most the most beautiful beard in the goddamn world. <laughs> Bitch, please. Since Neo dropped his on Instagram. Doing all them splits and shit on stage. First of all, again, being there... Miguel, those lights that you had shining in everybody's goddamn eyes, those lights were bright as shit. Right. Like, I had they to were. look down mm-hmm. until they turned them shit up. Like, they were just absurd. Maybe he did that on purpose, got to throw all y'all off. The fact that he was up there singing a song about, Perhaps. like, rape. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't God. believe no one said to him, listen, this song's a little weird. Like, how many drinks is it going to take? Like, are you asking, like, you're trying to get her fucked up so she'll go home with you? Like, this is just... <sighs> Whatever. I don't. Okay, Miguel. I be trying so hard because he really can sing his ass off. The thing the about the BT Awards gives me too. Like you, he just is trying too much. Like right. the, you can just sing, girl. You're awesome when it comes to the music thing. Like everything else, you can stop. Well, I just want him to have a song that I actually like because I can't. Like it's hard yeah, for me to focus. Did it, you listen to his first album? Mm-mm. Listen to that. I like it better, actually. Everyone says they like Kaleidoscope Dream. I mean, I would listen to your album if I heard a single that I liked. Why would I just go out and listen to an album if I heard your singles and they're all boring and because I don't like them? Because she won't go away. <laughs> like, so you just acknowledge it? He worked. He wrote a. He wrote a song with Beyonce. So it's like okay. obviously. Well, I'll listen to that one whenever it comes out. <laughs> you might not even be on it. And, oh well, shit. Fuck it. So I mean. I don't know. What else was on their beats or Sierra's performance was really cool. It actually was. I had to give that to Sierra. Um, I thought it was, if, when it first started, honestly, I thought it was about to be some fuck shit because Nicki Minaj ass was just sitting there. Do you like her hair? Do I like whose hair? Nicki's like new hair. Uh, you didn't like her the way her I hair I mean, was? it's whatever. It's fine. It's better than that other shit she does. I love that bob on her. It's. I mean, Nicki's a cute girl. She just, I just am not really a fan of hers musically, so... I just thought that she looked nice. That's yeah, the most that I can give her. I thought that performance was really cute for Sierra. I'm glad that she did not perform all of I'm Out and she stuck to what has been popping for her so far, which was Body Party. And she gave a great yes, performance. Yes, she did. Her. She really did. She gave us a little bit of whatever new song that was. And then she switched to the shit that she knew niggas wanted to hear. And she danced her ass off. My only thing is, why are you dressed exactly like your background dancers? Like, exactly. Exactly. The only thing like that was different was she are different. had the shoes. Yeah. And then it was just like, okay, so maybe you just did that right you look you look exactly like these other hoes especially since there's nothing discernible or special about your singing voice so you kind of blend in with the background dancers it looks like they forgot to comb her wig out but it was by far the best sierra performance i've seen in a very long time yeah good for her hopefully she's on the the album is good i mean it's better than that last two albums she put out Mm. like it's cute okay so well, go I ahead. mean, good luck to her. I don't know. I can't really think of anything else to say about the BET Awards besides the fact that some of the shit you didn't see was just people standing up the whole time. Niggas always written the aisles. <laughs> MC Light still works up in the attic. And whoever does the announcer shit, that lady was so aggravated the entire time because every time they were going to come back from a commercial, she's like, 30 seconds until we're live again. Please sit down. Get out of the aisles. Right. 15 seconds please get out of the aisles and take your seat we have five seconds and i know like and it happens every commercial break because niggas want to go and talk to kevin hart or whoever the fuck right and i know that lady wanted to be like if you niggas don't sit the fuck you know (laughs) that you have to be sitting 
Like, what the fuck? Like, she just seemed right. so aggy. But I mean, this is what you're getting paid for. So I can't really think of shit else. I'm sure that you all will remind me of things that I forgot to talk about in terms of BT Awards. Well, I mean, but we have to talk about. Nobody really, the thing about the BET Awards is nobody goes for the awards. It's like an HBCU football game or like yeah. a black child's first birthday party. Nobody goes for the actual event that's being advertised. You go for all the other shit you know you're going to see. So, right. Other than the performances, like I can't even remember who won and it was like yesterday or the day before or whenever. Like nobody cares. Like no one. But anyway, what else and happened? Beyonce wasn't even there. So there went 90% of my fucks about the <laughs> show anyway. And she was in LA. Getting ready for her show. Right. I mean, getting ready for her own show. You can't fault her for not coming to the BET Right. Awards. She yeah. just did the BET experience. Right. So. Like, why would I? I did your experience. Like, I don't care. Get away from I'm not me. doing your show. I have a sold out show to do. Put my, my award in the mail. Yeah. And stop talking to me. I think that we're, like, done with <laughs> pop culture. I think this is just a BET Awards special. <laughs> I was going to talk about Aaron Hernandez being in solitary confinement, but. I don't see why not. I mean, the Nick is sitting in some cell by himself. Well, I mean, I don't see how we can not talk about um, Zimmerman's attorney's daughter and how she posted that photo. Holy it's- shit. Thank you. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you don't know what happened. I totally forgot. Here's the story. Robert Zimmerman, or Robert, George Zimmerman's lawyer has a daughter who looks not unlike one of the characters in White Girls and the three of white chicks. The three of them went for Chick-fil-A ice cream cones after a day in court. And this stupid bitch uploaded a photo on Instagram of them with their ice cream and hashtagged it talking about um, celebrating a a day in court, like a win in court. Celebrating beating stupidity, beating stupidity and hashtagged it with Zimmerman and what let me tell you something about these people working for for george zimmerman i really feel like they're doing everything they can to get this trial to make it a mistrial right to make it a mistrial or to give him extremely good grounds to file an appeal Mm -hmm. if he's convicted like i feel like they're doing their very best and i also think that they are trolling america like i think they want to be to piss niggas off and make it seem like oh you see how these blackies are you there's so much are. happening like it's like every fucking day there's a new episode of fuck shit to come through w- with regard to this trial and i'm just so glad that today the medical examiner took the stand and was like nope nope that bullshit you're lying about nope yes. that you said that's a lie too she was just like oh no girl i'm dissecting everything you said Praise and God. all of it is bullshit there's no way that what you said happened actually happened <laughs> not according to science <laughs> maybe according to what the fuck happened in your own head girl but not according to real life not according to this so, actual i have shit. to squint to see whatever the fuck it is you're talking about like she was just completely real about it. And I I praise God that finally somebody came out and said, listen, this is what you're saying is preposterous. And it just didn't happen. George Zimmerman is 50 pounds heavier than Trayvon, a trained MMA fighter for, I think, 15 months and had a loaded gun. Are you trying to tell me that was self-defense? How? What the fuck? And then and then his attorney tried to say that his injuries are irrelevant. Bitch, it's a self-defense case what the fuck are you talking about how is it irrelevant in order for it to be self-defense you have to feel like there was a danger like you were going to be injured right like something was going to happen to you if you didn't fight back so how but you you hunted this boy down you were in a car if i'm in danger why would i get the fuck out 
and go to the danger. I would drive away. White people, why do y'all do this? Don't go to the danger. But you know why he did it? Because there wasn't any goddamn danger. You're in the car. And he did it after he was asked not to. They told you. We don't need you to follow him. You're like, these these fucking punks. These guys always get away or whatever the fuck. So you got out of the car with your loaded gun. You're heavier than this boy. With you're your a MMA trained, trading, training You're a trained history. fighter, but you have, even if you didn't, even if you were 5'2 and 96 pounds, you have a loaded gun, and he has a fucking can of tea and some Skittles. How you're, do you feel like you're in danger You here? put a bullet through his chest, you stupid bitch, and I hope you burn in hell for all eternity. I hope the... <sighs> Calm Throw down. your pen down. Calm down, Crystal. Throw your pen down. Calm down, because I'm about to say something really unchristian. Yeah, let's not do that. So, so, but yeah. it just angers me. Like this trial angers me so much. And we got an email from a white listener who I'm sure was writing with the best of intentions, but he said that he expected us to be more objective. How do you know he's white? Because he said he was white, and also the photo of him is white. Oh, I didn't. So. I didn't <laughs> We got an email from a white listener who said he expected us to be much more objective. And if Trayvon. Oh, yeah, honey. And if Trayvon Martin had slammed his head against the concrete, he may have shot Trayvon in the chest, too. But here's the thing about that. George Zimmerman has been lying since this fucking case started about absolutely every part about it. But furthermore, Trayvon Martin did not have any bruises, scrapes. Anything of the sort on his knuckles, nor did he have any blood on his hands. So explain to me how you can slam a grown man who's 50 pounds heavier than you and a trained fighter who has a loaded gun. Explain to me how you can slam this person's head on the concrete multiple times and come away with no injuries on your knuckles or any blood on your hands. Run that by me. Explain that to me in a way that makes some fucking sense. Because, girl, I don't see it. Show me how that makes some goddamn sense. Sir, I don't mean to single you out. You're not going to get me to be objective about none of this shit until you explain to me the very beginning of it, which was why he followed that man after they told him not to. Had you not? That is literally the end of it. I don't want to hear shit else after that. I don't care. How the fuck can you expect for me to be objective when the officials, the police, the authorities told him, sir, we don't need you to do that. And he did it anyway. How? The boy was walking away from him. He was in the fucking car with a loaded gun. And they told him to sit his ass there and not follow the boy. And he did anyway. So how do you expect me to be objective? Kiss my ass. No. No. I'm a black girl with a black brother who is not only around the same age as Trayvon Martin, but also favors Trayvon Martin heavily. I actually have two black brothers. They wear hoodies. They walk to the fucking store. They drink so tea. So does my they little eat brother. Snacks. Every black man I know does that exact same thing. And I don't appreciate the fact that black men like this entire trial has not been about. George Zimmerman and the fact that he's guilty. It's been about people picking apart every fucking thing about Trayvon Martin, just searching for a reason for him to be guilty. When the actual goddamn truth, and this is something that Maui said earlier today, and it just resonated with me so hard. The fucking truth of the matter is that George Zimmerman decided that Trayvon Martin was guilty before he even got out of the goddamn car. He accused him of something and he put him on trial and he convicted him before he even got out of the fucking car. And then he got out of his truck and executed that boy. And now we're sitting here. We have to defend this child for it. And it's been over a goddamn year. And there are still people who think George Zimmerman is innocent. How the fuck? Are you not paying attention? I'm angry. 
I'm mad and I'm not going to calm down and I'm not going to be happy about it. God damn it. These are, this is my brother you talking about. Right. This is an innocent black boy. Lord knows I love to drag black men when they ain't shit. Lord knows. Yes, God, I love to come for these fuck boys. But God damn it, when we don't do anything, when we are fucking existing, when we are walking home in the rain, going home to our damn daddy house, bitch, you can't go home without being shot. You can't walk the fuck home. My little brother is the same age as Trayvon, my youngest brother, and lives in Florida. Lives in Florida. Where it is clearly not safe for black people to live. And my little brother has been walking around. He wears hoodies. He loves snacks just like everyone else. And it's just, it, it makes me sick that people cannot just look at this and and say that this nigga is wrong. It it makes me sick that we're even sitting here and, and there are people who are trying to defend it because it is my my baby brother who I have to worry about whether or not he's going to be safe to just go to the store and come back. And it makes me sick. It makes me sick. There's no way we can't take this personally. So if you feel a way about it and you feel like Kid Fury and Crystal are just doing too much and too crazy about the Trayvon Frankly, child or whatever. you can eat a dick. Continue a to feel a way about it. cold dick if that's how you fucking feel. I don't care. Because Trayvon Martin is my blood. That's my baby brother in the street. The same shit. And I don't want to have to worry about this nigga not being able to walk to the goddamn store and get some Skittles without some white man accusing him of doing something that he didn't do and shooting him in the fucking chest. That's oh, why. but some stupid white bitch wants to go to Instagram and upload a photo of her and her dad and LOL and it's also goddamn ice funny. Cream and it's just hilarious. Yeah, but a black boy is dead and didn't do a goddamn thing about it. And if it was up to me, I would chop George Zimmerman's balls off and fucking puree him and pour him down his own damn throat and torture him slowly, bit by bit, and then shoot him through the fucking chest and in give him the exact same everybody thing. everybody he loves. If I, child, somebody said earlier, girl, if the purge was real, and you had 24 hours, George Zimmerman. You Look, better, I can do it in two. Listen, it don't take that long. Look, so, yeah, we take it personally. So, yeah, stay mad. Let's not be a part of this trial. Because I, say we I can't even figure. watch this shit. Like, I can't even watch it. We're done. We're done. <sighs> Woo. Once again, we're here to talk to you about our lovely sponsors, Hulu Plus. Again, yes, miss. You can go to HuluPlus.com slash the read and get a taste of that free extended trial. Catch up on all the show that you've been missing. You know there's a ton of them, so you can do it whenever you want to. We have gotten so many emails from people who are saying, you know, thank God for this Hulu Plus free trial, girl, because I was able to catch up on so much stuff. Those of you who are looking for season two of Scandal, it's on Hulu Plus. Log on now. HuluPlus.com slash the read. You can watch it on your phone, your computer. There's all kinds of different devices. There's so many shows. It's only $7.99 a month, but again, we're giving you a two-week free trial at HuluPlus.com slash the read. That's HuluPlus.com slash the read H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S dot com slash the R-E-A-D. Go get you some. Now let's keep it going. Alrighty, folks, let's do our listener letters. <sighs> Ooh, that was explosive. <laughs> I just <laughs> just got like... so emotional there at the end. Ooh, Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> so really quickly, before we even get started with the um, emails, Nietzsche emailed and said, hey, I would like to know if you're still being stalked in the hallway by that elderly woman who complained about <laughs> you making so much noise when you come in. <laughs> so listen, she and I don't have any beef as long as I'm in the bed by 11 o'clock. <laughs> But a couple of nights ago, I was up 
cleaning because I couldn't sleep because I slept all damn day. That was Sunday, actually. Mm-hmm. So I was up cleaning up, you know, random activities, whatever. And I guess I made too much noise for her lo- liking because she banged on that ceiling once again. And I just looked down at the floor like, girl, you're not going to do nothing. Like, we're not. She doesn't come outside of her door anymore because I think she understands. I don't give a shit about her feelings. <laughs> I have to go to work in the morning, not you. So my feelings matter more. Okay. That's just the way it is. So that's, that's the answer to that question. <laughs> Woo. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. We've got some some things that are a bit of a mess. As but let's always. start let's start with a question that I think would be dear to your heart. Oh. So Jasmine said, My boyfriend seriously hates Beyonce and it's starting to get irritating. Girl, excuse me? We're best friends and we've known each other forever, but after being attacked by the beehive on Twitter, he has a newfound hate for her. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't have been talking shit. That's it. (laughs) It's to the point where he rides, where when he rides in my car, he puts in headphones if I turn on her music. I'm not a stan, but I do love her. And whenever I bring her up, he tells me about how she ain't shit. And he goes on rants about how he thinks she's overrated. So my question is, how would you deal with a Beyonce hater? So, look, this is interesting because one of my very best friends back in Miami can't stand Beyonce. What? Like, my best friend. (laughs) And so, like... It was a mess because we would always get into like it's like how do you not discuss Beyonce? Like right. when Beyonce does like something, you just want to talk to somebody about it. Right. You know, but it's like every time I would break Beyonce up, he would just be like, Oh, fuck that bitch. Right, girl, I don't care. Like he would just be so stank about it. And I was mm-hmm. just so we've gotten into so many heated debates about it. Mm-hmm. But I learned to just not like talk about Beyonce would um, right like I just like if we were in a car together I would just listen to something else or you know if we were together I just would not talk about Beyonce so you just try to keep the peace I would just try to keep the peace you know and it worked out fine you know you have your friends or family members or who other people who love Beyonce who you can go and stand out with them when you feel like it and you know with that person you just can't do the same thing and just I guess don't <laughs> expect the nigga to buy you no Mrs. Carter show tickets I feel like I can date somebody who hates Beyonce or doesn't like Beyonce just as long as they're not disrespectful about it. Yeah, right. Like, because my whole thing was like, my friend used to always say, oh, Beyonce ruins movies. And I'd be like, what? Like, <laughs> and I'll never testify to the Beyonce, the, like, I'll never say, oh, Beyonce is just this amazing actress. Right, no. But Beyonce never ruined a movie. I no. mean, the Austin Powers <laughs> movie was just bad. I mean, no. Beyonce has not ruined a movie, but there are several movies Beyonce's in that are not good. Yeah. Um, but for I don't me, think it's her fault. Like I have a very close friend who claims to not like Beyonce, but he just went to the show in LA last night and so. got his mother fucking and life. got all of it. But anyway, my whole thing is it's fine if you don't like the artist. I like. We don't all have to like the yeah. same people. Just don't be rude about it. Don't make fun of me for liking Beyonce. Right. And don't just say things that you know are going to piss me off. Right. So I, it sounds to me, Jasmine, you and your boyfriend just need to come to a mutual understanding. Exactly. Like, we're just not going to do this. Agree to disagree. Exactly. And just be like, you know what? Well, I love her and you hate her and we're just not going to fuck with each other. Right. It's not a reason to break up. It's At just all. like everybody calm down yeah that's one of those situations where it's like you have to remember that Beyonce is not buying you no goddamn groceries girl it's not that deep right you figure it out it'll be fine woo okay Rob asked I'm 23 and I'm currently in the Navy not the Rihanna Navy like the United States Navy I just want to clarify you have to yeah (laughs) he's in the United States Navy (laughs) I've been in for about five and a half years and now I have a problem there's this guy that I've known for about four and a half years and I met him here in Hawaii where I'm stationed we instantly clicked and became the best of friends and I started developing feelings for him he said he's straight but his actions say differently 
Oh, you know, does he know he doesn't have to do that anymore? We fell out and stopped talking about four months ago, but we're also being stationed at our next duty station together. So I have to see him on a regular basis. I love him as one of my best friends, but I'm also in love with him. We've talked about how I feel about him and he said he can't reciprocate those feelings. I understand that, but he also said he will always love me. But now we're not talking. My question is, should I reach out to him or should I leave it alone? I don't want to one. I don't want to wonder what if, but I have a sense of pride that I don't want to put aside. So they've always been just friends. Yes. For the four and a half years, they've been friends and they're both in the Navy, which I guess it's now cool to be openly gay in the Navy. Maybe it's like a case by case basis, whether you really feel comfortable about coming out. But this isn't really about coming out in the Navy. Yeah. This is about having feelings for someone feelings for somebody. And, not and you've it's it's hard because you it feel sucks. like, you know, sometimes there are actions or sometimes somebody I know I have quite a few friends who have gotten caught up on what they perceived the person was saying or doing as opposed to what the person was actually saying or doing. And so you can take little gestures or moments or exchanges as one thing and just fall completely in love with somebody. And that person could be thinking the exact goddamn opposite. So I went through some, something similar to this when I was like maybe 19 or 20 years old. mm -hmm. Just let it go. You think so? Yes, let it go. Keep it moving. Even if by some like twist of fate, he ended up like you spent like a night of passion together. (laughs) You still would, you know, not be with this guy until he was ready to, you know, be with someone. You know, just accept his friendship. If you can't handle a friendship, then girl, you know, spend some time with with you. But right. don't sit here and and continue to like drag your feelings around in the mud. Just let it go. And if something happens in the future, let it just come right back around and smack you because if it's meant to happen, it's meant to. But at this point, girl, don't do it yourself. I've been there. It sucks. Keep it moving. Right. My thing is that he told you that he's straight. And he has like verbalize to you that he cannot reciprocate those feelings. So, Oh, I was under the impression that he said that he was straight, but this person knows that he's not. Uh, well, he said he's straight, but this person says that his actions say something different, but right. nothing has actually like, this is, this is what I'm talking about perception because what you feel like somebody is saying or doing yes. may not actually be what they're saying. Yes, yeah, so, so you have to subjective. go off, right? You have to go off what he's telling you. If he's telling you he's straight and there's no way that y'all and are going to be friends, in a relationship. Just accept that and keep it punching. Like under other circumstances, I might tell you, you know, talk to him about it and see what's going on. But first of all, it sucks dating somebody in the closet. Let's just say it. I'm sorry. Bitch. Dating somebody in the closet is the fucking worst. Preach. Oh (laughs) my goodness. I've done it. And it is the, because the first thing they want you to do is go back in the closet with their ass and girl, I don't have time. I didn't come out and, and go through that whole hard experience in order to go back in the closet just to be with your raggedy ass. So I'm not going to do that. So Rob, you know, think about that first and foremost. Even if he was like, yeah, you know, I really like you, but I'm confused about these feelings. I don't know what to do. Don't be somebody's first gay experience. D- uh, trust me on that. <laughs> Skip that heartache. It worked for Noah and Wade. Actually, no, it didn't. Noah, I mean, Wade got into a car accident. Okay. We never found out if he died. Oh, no, he didn't. My, they got married. Yeah, never mind. It worked for no one, Wade. Okay, I 
can't say that I followed that storyline, so I don't. It was cute. I wish they would bring Noah's Ark back. I saw you on Instagram with him. I love him. He's adorable. Such a nice guy. But yeah, Rob, I just. I love Daryl. It's, it's, it sucks when you feel like you feel something for somebody and they feel it for you too. But if they're not really ready to acknowledge it, there's no point. And you could save yourself a whole lot of heartache by just being like, okay, you know what? Just fuck it. You don't have to fuck with that nigga. And this whole, well, we can still be friends thing. You can't be friends with somebody if you're in love with them and they're not in love with you. Woo! <laughs> oh my God. Take me to the king. <laughs> Kim Mary's doing a praise dance. <laughs> Preach. Yes, God. Every time people break up, they say, oh, well, we can still be friends. Listen, you can't, you can't still be friends if, first of all, that person didn't treat you the way a friend would. If they lied to you, did the spirit shady. of the Lord is here. I can feel it in the <laughs> atmosphere. You can't be friends with somebody. Ask yourself, would I put up with the same behavior if we weren't dating? And if the answer is no, then you can't be friends. But also, <sighs> trust me, trying to be friends with somebody when they just broke up with you or they don't have feelings for you and you're just dizzy in love with their ass is a recipe for fucking disaster. And all you will do is cause yourself more heartache until finally you get the fucking clue and leave his ass alone. So that's what I'm going to advise you to do. Leave him the fuck alone <laughs> for your own sake. For your sake. Bless your heart. Okay. I hope it works out, baby. Punch. <laughs> Come on, punch. <laughs> do we have another one? We can if you want to. This one's a little weird. Okay. Chantel said, I recently found out my boyfriend molested his sister when they were younger. Excuse me? Chantel said, <laughs> I recently found out. This is not funny. I recently found out my boyfriend molested his sister when they were younger. I always knew he was an asshole, but now everyone is convinced he's a dangerous asshole. My question is, is it possible for someone who did something like that to change as they get older, or will they always carry that kind of behavior? I tried not to judge because I know I've done some questionable shit in my past, but this shit right here... Yeah. Excuse me? So could you date somebody if you knew they molested... Hell no! Jesus. That is just... So wait, how did she find out? She didn't tell us. That that is literally a whole email I got from Chantel. But they're saying that that okay, so she, she knew found he was an asshole. Out. But she said she knew he was an asshole. But now everyone is saying he's a dangerous asshole. So it's like something that. So I think she told her friends maybe. Like, okay, yeah, that's what I got from that. But I think the bigger question here, which obviously this is a fucked up situation, but can you forgive somebody who did something really heinous in their past? Can you move on? Can you date them anyway? How do you feel? Oh my God. You're, you're just like completely like blank staring. Like can't even like, believe this shit. I feel like I'm having an out of body experience. I mean, this is a lot. He didn't, you know, used to steal Tonka trucks from fucking Target. He used to touch on his little sister. Like that's a lot. But then also there's a lot of questions here that we can't answer. Like how, right. how old were they when this happened? Did they go to therapy? Has he been through some kind of treatment? Like, yeah, I can't tell you if that's something that sticks with someone. Some, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you, right. I don't know if you were, you know, if you were 10 and you touched on your little sister inappropriately versus when you were 17 or something. Like, there's just, I don't know. There's a lot here, but as from what you've given us, Chantel, you know, I go with your gut. You already felt like he was an asshole. So here's the perfect excuse to break up with him. God will do that sometimes. Yes. When you're in a relationship you have no business being in, God will be like, here is your get out of jail free card. He did that to me, actually, when I dated the worst woman in the world. (laughs) (laughs) And I was depressed and all my friends were like not fucking with me anymore. And I was just sick about it. And I needed to get out. And I just felt like I couldn't. 
God was like, well, I'm about to charge her with a felony and have her, you know, steal your friend's car and be a complete fucking mess. So this is a great out for you. So, yeah. So if you're in a situation, you already felt like something's not right. And then you get a big ass sign that something's not right. Go with your gut. It's not going to lie to you. Because that was definitely Jesus flashing a bright red light in your eyes. Right. I understand, you know, not wanting to judge people. And we all have we all have some things in our past that we're not particularly proud of. Right. He could be, in a, uh, he, you know, he could be fully reformed. I don't know the nigga and I don't know the circumstances of but this you're also molestation. Well, within your right to be like, I'm not putting up. Yeah. I'm not. But at the same time, you can be like, girl, that's just a deal breaker for me. I can't do this. For me, it would always be in the back of my head. Exactly. I was going to say that. And this. I would be like, I can't take you around my baby cousins. Like. I can't take you around my nephew. When we have kids, I'm never going to want to leave you alone with my kid. Like, I would never be able to get over it. I wouldn't that. be able to get over it. Never. And he could be complete. It could be something you don't have to worry about. I just couldn't do it. He could be the greatest guy now and completely rehabilitated or whatever. And I would never be able to get the fact that you used to touch on your little sister out of my head. So for me, it would be a deal breaker. Right. But for you, I would say. I Go mean, with your gut. You feel like something's wrong, girl? Get the fuck out. Well, folks, let us know how that one went. And always, you can send us an email (laughs) with your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure we say that in every show. And yet, for some reason, every week, somebody asks me what's the email address for the show. And I just... Well, there you go. That's why. We've got a website and a Twitter and a Facebook. And it's just... But yeah, ask the read at gmail.com with all your questions, concerns, whatever the fuck, photos, all of it. Okay. So. So once again, we just want to remind you about our other lovely sponsor, and that's the great folks over at Audible checking in on your reading. So make sure you go check out their lovely collection of audiobooks at audiblepodcast.com slash read. And once you go through there, you'll get you a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. You can play Audible books on hundreds of different devices. They've got great selections like The Great Gatsby, The Hard Way, Inferno, Game of Thrones. You can play it on your Kindle, on your iPhone. You can switch back and forth between devices. They've got all kinds of genres. You can learn to do things like I'm still learning Spanish through Audible. Thank God for them so much. And if you sign up now, you get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. All you have to do is log on to audiblepodcast.com slash R-E-A-D to get started. And let's continue. So let's read, let's read, let's read. (laughs) Do you have a read for this week? Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> you spent all that time in California and you're just way too happy and you don't have anything to complain about. California was great. Really? I, wait, I could probably think of something that aggravates <laughs> me in California. You go first. I mean, you don't have to because I'm pretty ticked already. And this kind of piggybacks off of the whole um, George Zimmerman, you know, yeah. mess. That whole clusterfuck that is that trial. But listen, so the last person to speak to Trayvon Martin other than his murderer. Oh, I know. Where you're is a girl named Rachel. And I can't pronounce her last name. It may I be. I want to say Jean Tao. Something like that. Yeah. So Rachel <laughs> took the stand for two days. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and say that she was on the stand for two, two days, days testifying about what she heard. Right before Trayvon died. So listen, the thing about that is that Rachel is an immigrant. I believe she's Haitian. Yeah, she's Haitian. So English is not her first. And I don't even believe it's her second language. 
I think she speaks Haitian Creole and then and Spanish then, and then English. So you mean Creole and then French? No, she also speaks Spanish. Oh, she speaks Spanish. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't catch that. Yeah, part. she speaks. Yeah, she speaks Creole and Spanish. Okay. And English. So. Alrighty. English not her she first language. Languages than I do. Come on, come on, because I know English and what well, does Ebonics count? Does Patois count? This no, isn't the point. It doesn't. Continue. It doesn't. It doesn't we're, matter. We're, we're getting off track. Divvying from the point. The point is that Rachel did a very brave thing by taking the stand and testifying over a situation that I know has to be fucking devastating. Right. Because if I even think about being on the phone with a dear friend and that person dying, like being shot and, and telling me about it, saying, you know, there's this creepy ass motherfucker following me and I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then he dies. And then it turns into this whole national tragedy. Bitch, I'm going to be devastated about it. And now you have to sit on the stand. And, and now you have to sit on the stand. With and this smug, disgusting white bitch. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Not only did Rachel have to get on the stand and relive something that is surely very horrific, but she was subject to some of the most blatant, belittling and outright disrespect I've ever seen towards any witness by any defense attorney like it was just disgusting and everybody said oh well that's just what they're supposed to do and they're supposed to rattle her and make her seem you know like she's not credible but bitch it was just a lot they just gave Rachel a lot I'll say that but at least I expected it out of them motherfuckers because that's what they were paid to do what I didn't expect is for all you hating ass Uncle Tom ass wannabe white Stacey Dash pussy looking ass niggas to get on the internet and try to come for Rachel the way you did so so not only is Rachel not not (laughs) American doesn't speak English as her first language but she is a bigger lady she is dark skinned she speaks very slowly or I mean maybe not slowly but she's very quiet when she talks she doesn't Mm. she doesn't have a big loud voice like I do and so so many times throughout the trial I just wanted to jump into her and be Mm. like oh my god just let me read these niggas for you because Mm. there was so many times when Rachel and you could tell because she would roll her eyes or look at the man like who the so frustrated she was clearly annoyed and who wouldn't be but for all you sad ass lonely ass pieces of shit who decided to say something about Rachel Gentile like have you actually taken a look at yourself and said to, like go look in the mirror and say to yourself I hate black people and blackness and I'm ashamed of who I am because that's exactly what the fuck I got from y'all under what in what fucking universe is it okay to come for a girl who's gone through a huge tragedy that has played out on the national stage who cannot possibly be glad to be there who had to have taken it had to have taken every bit of strength she had to sit up there not for one but for two goddamn days and said to the judge i don't want to come back like this isn't a fucking fun this isn't a day at the goddamn carnival for her how dare you get on the internet and and drag her on twitter running up in her mentions calling her all these different things and funky Dineva messy ass put her on Instagram um, next to Precious did like a side by side with Gabourey Sidibe oh, and called her Precious ew. no what the fuck is wrong with y'all y'all fucking disgust me get the fuck up out my race bitch that's not how the fuck we do how dare you how no 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 really ask yourself where you got oh, the fucking no. unmitigated gall to come for that girl 
I knew people because if you were in the exact ask yourself what you would do in that same situation you you're not even you have not walked the first step in her life you have no idea what life was like for that girl you don't know what kind of education she has what kind what her family situation is like you don't know what she's feeling right now other than she has to testify at her dead friend's trial I will just straight up say it I consider myself a fairly learned person like I feel, okay. <laughs> I feel. Learn it. Come on. <laughs> I feel sufficiently educated. I grew up with two parents at home. I read at an early age. Blah 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 blah. I can go down and give a list of all the bullshit that doesn't really matter in my life all damn day. The point is that I feel like I'm pretty good at communicating and expressing myself. But bitch, if I'm heartbroken and I'm missing my friend, and there's so much going on, these pe- this is a courtroom full of people that I've been taught not to trust. And this man is defending the person who murdered my friend. I'm hard pressed to say that I would do any better than Rachel did because you going to give me I'm going to give you about two or three cute answers before I snap and be like, listen, I don't have time for this bullshit. That motherfucker killed my friend and I wish I could stick his dick up his own ass right now. That's what I would have gave. So the fact that Rachel actually kept her composure and answered all them fuck ass questions day after day and endured that abuse at the hands of the fucking defense attorney. Let him talk down to her. He talked to her so crazy that even the judge was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're doing too much to her right now. But then for all you niggas who really should know better and should really do better for all of y'all to get on the Internet and say all these terrible things about this girl, you ought to be fucking ashamed of yourselves, especially since most of you tweet like some goddamn third grade dropouts in the first fucking place. Like, bitch. (laughs) Bitch, let's talk about it. Oh, my God. You can't spell shit right. Your whole damn timeline is full of typos. You don't know what the fuck any words mean. Your blog posts are fucking abysmal. Like, you just don't have any room to come for her. So what I suggest is that you niggas keep it the fuck cute about Rachel because I take her personally. I can't. Don't make me. I mean... When I first saw Rachel, I was like, oh, my gosh, I know it's going to be some niggas who are going to have some stupid. Soon as I saw her, soon as I saw her, I was like, here we go. I was hoping that it wouldn't happen. Oh, please. You knew better. Because it's just kind of like, give the girl a break. Like her her friend died and she's sitting here having to talk to these people, these assholes about like why it's even debatable. Like she's probably like thinking. Why am I even discussing this with you? Like, why right. are you not hanging him? Oh, girl. I it just pisses me off. It just pisses me off so much when black people try to do that whole, oh, well, you know, she's not one of us. She's this, 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 and try to kind of other her or make her seem less than human. Like, that girl's going through some shit that most of us could never even imagine. So cut her a little goddamn slack. Well, that makes up for my lack of <laughs> Sorry, did I take up all the time? Do you want to do one? <laughs> I don't think that I have one though. Okay, well, I've just had a nice week. Okay. I'm not. I'm well, not... I haven't. I had a week from fucking hell. I was so tired of being mad between Paula Dean's bitch ass and fuck niggas about Rachel, and then the the trial itself. It was just yeah. all, and then the fucking Supreme Court got on my damn nerves too. So between with all of it, girl. Because, of course, they overturned DOMA, whatever, which is great. But then they also invalidated part of the Voting Rights Act. Yes. And you niggas need to read up on that shit. Because for most of you, it's going to affect you more than DOMA would anyway. <laughs> so it just, it was a long week for me. It was a tiring ass week. I had to go home and just turn off all the lights and sleep for like a day. Because I just couldn't anymore. 
My only read will be um, whoever the fuck was farting on the plane ride back here. Goodbye. Los Angeles. I'm so over you. No, listen. I really think it was. Listen, every time I fly, I always, whether it is first, business, economy, whatever the fuck, I am always seated next to some badass white child. (laughs) Every (laughs) single time. Every time. Every time. I don't even know if I've ever said... You sound a little mad about it. No. And I hate... I don't even know why white people still listen to our show. I swear to God. Because we're just I bet they don't. But look... Every time, the few times I've ever sat next to like a black baby, they sit there and they shut the fuck up for the most part. I don't know why, whoever y'all are who ride these planes. Because they mamas give them Benadryl. I don't know. That might be it. I don't know why you mamas would be riding these planes with these good kids, white and black. If you have some good kids who know how to act on planes, please come to Harlem and teach these other little badass bastards who are running around how to do it too. Because, oh girl, that's a read for a different day. But listen. <laughs> There was this little fucker who was... I'm sorry. Look at you talking about somebody's child. (laughs) Y'all should see him right now. He's pissed. Listen, he was so bad. What'd he do? Was he like climbing all over everything? He took his shoes off. Okay. And was opening... First of all, I don't like flying. I'm like afraid of heights. I hate turbulence. All that shit. Like flying already makes me sick. Silly. So for the most part, I I prefer for the windows to be closed. I don't like seeing out of the planes at all. Maybe when we're descending because I know we're about to be on the ground. (laughs) But throughout the whole plane ride, once we got up to our cruising altitude, this month... This child had his shoes off and was opening and closing the window with his feet. (laughs) That window shade? Yes. Ew. That is disgusting. With his feet. And then every second, he would look out the window and try and describe what was going on outside to his mama at the top of his lungs. No. We're leaving the airport, mommy. We're in the sky, mommy. Clouds, mommy. We're flying, mommy. Mommy, look. We're in the sky, mommy. And it was just like, girl. And the the thing about it is... Like, turn down. This child's mama was not even communicated like she would not reply right like he was just screaming and i'm knowing this in this woman's head she's like girl why did i do this like i knew i couldn't bring this motherfucker on no damn plane i knew it and then somebody was passing gas for damn near the whole flight and i believe it was that child because he already was like (laughs) stank so there there goes i don't like kids i can't i wish you could i would pay extra for a child-free flight I would pay so much more. How is that not a thing? How has no one come up with that? I would pay at least 50 to $100 extra on top <laughs> of my ticket for a flight with no one under the age of 15. Please. Why is that not a thing? I don't get it. That read came fresh out of the <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It's just children in the air. They're just annoying. It is the worst because you can't do shit about right, it. Right. You can't do anything. And the parents feel so bad. So then I feel bad. Right. I feel bad for feeling bad because the parent feels bad. Right. Because what are you supposed to do? That's just how kids are. Like, they're just horrible. And you're so, stuck on this flying coffin in the sky. There's for, nothing you can do. For 
five hours. Right. And that's a long ass flight across the country. And he was sitting right in front of me. Mm. Literally the seat in front. I praise God for these Beats by Dre headphones because I can't hear shit if my music is up loud enough. Bitch, I took my Z-Quill and I put on these headphones, bitch, <laughs> and I went the fuck to sleep. Oh, yeah. I sleep on flights real easy. Yes. You so have to. there's that. So... That wraps up another episode of The Read. It sure as fuck does. <laughs> Don't forget to send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thisistheread. Go to thisistheread.com for more juicy, tasty things. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, huluplus.com slash read for that special deal. You can watch all your favorite shows with that extended trial. Go ahead and get that started right now. Do you have any parting words, Lass? Don't forget to... Get the new, the August edition of Essence and see us in our... If anybody even listens to this show after this yeah, episode, if, if anybody, we probably pissed off no less than like 15,000 I don't people. know why. Maybe one week we should just talk about the way this show feels, but I have a hard time believing that anybody actually listens to it, so... Do you not look at the numbers? I mean... I see the numbers, but it's just like, what? What do you think that is? Juice? Like, what do you think, who do okay, you are you making fun of me right now? Like, it's just a bunch of roly-polies listening to the show. Like, what? I'm just saying, it's just surreal sometimes for people to quote you or send you photos or whatever. Like, And we be in here talking to each other, like, having, like, we're having a conversation all the time. So I sometimes I forget knew. people are, are even going to hear it. Maybe if Kid Fury is ever on a reality show, you can see how he interacts with his other friends. Um, but it's very genuine. This is exactly how he is. And obviously, I'm never going to be on reality TV, but he is. The girls are going to hate us after the this The whole episode. thing is just fun. And, but anyway, God, we get distracted so easily. Get the August edition of, of Essence. The August is you. Yes. We love you. And once again, fuck niggas, get tacos. Or pizza. Or chicken. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom. Crop out. Yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. 
Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash READ. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.